Let's do that thing about the podcast that we do. That thing we do? Yeah. Always We're missing episodes. hearts in two. So. Yeah, that was my fault. Whatever. It's fortunate that there is not a festively or a seasonally appropriate Jones soda concoction to drink. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank God. Otherwise, we would be in big trouble. Somebody is already looking up a link to some diabolical I, Jones soda. I don't think they make a Chinese New Year yeah, theme. <laughs> this one tastes like oppression. Chow Mein. <laughs> okay, I was going to go with Chow Mein, but. Well, that, that would be another communism's one. It's a also set, you know, good. there's a. There's one that tastes like uh, chow mein. That's the aperitif. Then there's one that tastes <laughs> like firecrackers. And then, Ooh. you know, then there's one that tastes like dead Falun Gong followers. Sure, sure. That sounds like a great beverage. All the standards. So before we get, before we get started, start chatting about stuff like we normally do, there's a few things I've been remiss in mentioning these many weeks. So I thought I'd bring it up. Uh, first off, our buddy, Elaine Mendez, and his friend, they have a blog, and they're doing some sort of project that I think is sort of a culling of otaku life experiences or something. So uh, they're looking for volunteers. It's supposed to be completely anonymous. All you need to do is send them an email with, uh, I guess, like age, sex, and location or something to otakudiary at gmail.com and it sounded like it was gonna get into some some sexy stuff and that's always interesting like to be like well i'm an otaku and then be like so what how have you loved in your life and then it's just like <laughs> well i love sephiroth i mean <laughs> joe you spoke too soon it was just supposed to be this really drawn out pause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it sounds interesting. It's so more maybe people yeah, want to It's more serious purchase. and probably more earnest than uh my comment would yeah. make it seem. So <laughs> uh it sounded cool and I said we would mention it on the show and that was like three weeks ago. <laughs> so my bad. So we finally tracked you down. Sent um, sent you a decapitated animal. <laughs> yeah, like David well, Riley. This is how geez, people on the I don't have a love like I don't have a beloved horse or anything, so whoever did lose that animal, that's unfortunate for them, but it doesn't really (laughs) impact me in the day-to-day, except that now I now have a heaping larder full of dog bacon. Nice! (laughs) And if you guys haven't had dog bacon, you're missing out on the best part of the dog. (laughs) Anyway, also, uh, other buddy, Matt Burnett, you may know him from that cartoon he does. Ronin Dojo. The thing that he does that's so much more popular than this podcast. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. I was going to say, he sent an email saying, like, spread the news around. There's a new episode out. So there's a new episode out. But it's so much more popular than us. Yeah, like, why spread the news around? Okay. Uh, you guys have all already seen it. Uh, it is awesome. Yeah. I assure you. That's the other thing. Like, the, the crossover between our podcast and that YouTube series is very... It's like a hundred percent. Like the Venn diagram. Yeah, the circles are right over each other. <laughs> They're not. Even, it's not even a Venn diagram. These are concentric circles. Yeah, it's ours just two circles. Much smaller than Matt's. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's all I really needed to mention. Uh, oh right, and I wrote something about Gears of War for the new gamer. Oh sweet, I've been checking that. I've been looking uh, at yeah, that I Silent Hill article today. Thinking, let it die. <sighs> yeah, How about I know. Let it refresh. I've been, uh, I've, I've been lax. It's been about a month. I, I was having trouble thinking of things to talk about, and then it finally came on me today. 
that I would write an article about how Gears of War doesn't need innovation. <laughs> and don't try and get cute with it, because it was a pretty good game the first time around. Yeah. And it's one of those games that uh, doesn't need to be changed. Some sequels, you don't want to play the exact same game. Gears of War, everything was pretty much okay. Yeah. If you could just come up with a non-retarded storyline, maybe I'd seriously consider three. Eh, I'd rather just not have a storyline. Yeah, could we just... I want it to be like Commando style where you just end up in a place where you have to kill everything. Yeah. They could have like one cutscene at the beginning and Dom could be like, Maria! Yeah. And then... It should really just, just be go from there. the locust stealing Dom's girlfriend. Then everything would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> the Dom and Dom. Marcus are standing on the left side of they the screen. They stole your girlfriend. And yeah. in from the right and punch her in the stomach and then put her over their shoulders. <laughs> or they, yeah. And then somehow they get six stages in when they were like half a block apart at the beginning of the game. <laughs> or, yeah, and you know, at the final level you find her strapped to a chair after defeating Mr. Yeah. X. And then you have to fight him, and he's got a machine gun, and it's like, this is such bullshit. For real. I think that was only in the Super Nintendo Double Dragon, though. And that one was all about, you could charge your attacks in that. This was all about just walking away from the enemy, charging your attacks, and then using it, and then walking away Spin again. Spin kick. I have a friend who could beat Double Dragon 2 in, like, 10 minutes. It was ridiculous. Double Dragon 2 was a lot easier than the yeah. first one, though. I mean, I agree, but it was still, I watched him do it. It was quite a feat. I, I, it would have taken much practice to uh, to achieve that. We were playing Trivial Pursuit, and uh, much like Jeopardy, newer versions of Trivial Pursuit seem like they're a lot easier, though I think this is partially to do with them being written with sort of our cultural <laughs> context in mind. There aren't like, like 20, 20 questions about the inspiration events. for F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gatsby. Yeah. Um, but, like, some of these questions were just really easy. And one of them was, like, uh, this ancient artifact was key in sort of, you know, deciphering the languages, Greek and whatnot. And it was the Rosetta Stone. Right. And uh, we were like, oh, the Rosetta Stone, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows that. Even I know that. And I'm stupid. Um, and then for the rest of the night, whenever somebody would mention that question they'd be like oh at least it's not a rosetta stone question i'd be like double dragon three the rosetta stone <laughs> nobody really responded to that i was like come on that was a game you were talking to like you were talking to the times. wrong crowd uh, jay perked up a little he noticed <laughs> came um, out of his stupor he's like what, what? yeah <laughs> but see i kept saying it i was like i kind of like mumbled it under my breath a few times just to just to feel out the crowd there was something they oh god really. i can't remember what it was but i used to use the exact oh i used to say i don't need the knife anybody would say like a you know kind of a man up type thing yeah or it'd be like you know, it's <laughs> I like i don't need the girl yeah somebody would be like oh you know we should really check these backups and then one of my coworkers would be like you don't have to test the backups every time you're there. And then I would look at them. I would say, I don't need the knife. And they would just look at me. <laughs> They'd be like, okay. like, oh, it's like, you know, you're They're it's like dialing 911 <laughs> on their Blackberry in their pocket. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that moment where, you know, oh, my nerd is showing. Let me just tuck that in. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. But, but anyway, I figured we could talk about video games for a brief second before we move into 24, which will invariably consume the rest of the show, as it always does. What, which video games are we going to talk about? Well, I just wanted to briefly mention that I've been playing Tales of Vesperia, and, like, I really, really like it. It's good, dude. Isn't it good? 
Yeah, it's really good. Dude, the, the battle system just keeps getting better. Have you gotten to where you have yeah, the critical finishes? Yeah, I'm like I just obsessed got those. with critical finishes. It's all um, I think about. I just like how like they keep stacking stuff onto it. Like it felt pretty simple at first and I wasn't too convinced. And then like they just keep adding things. The only issue I really have is that there's I'm kind of 50-50 on it, but there's a lot of things like that you have to buy or find later in the game that you really should have had from the start. Like uh, where I'm at right now, I am able to synthesize an item that will allow me to change which character I control in combat. Oh, yeah. That feels like it should have been in the basic game. Yeah. But the S-flag, at the same special. time, when you get that, it feels like really good. Oh, if you the best yep. the best person to be in battle is the magic chick because all you have to do is cast one of her multi-hit spells like champagne and yeah. immediately you Champagne's get a critical hit. Awesome. And you can do a critical hit from anywhere on the screen. So as long as you're targeting the same enemy, there's like critical hits everywhere. It's crazy. I was so pissed because when I first did that, it was so hard and then I got to the ghost ship. Have you been there yet? Yeah. No, I'm in the forest right after you go to the guild town. Oh, when you get the boat, cruise around a little bit. You run into a ghost ship. It's important. Um, okay. I don't know if you I run. I got it. Yeah. But anyway, you have you take over a party, and you split up into two groups. So, of course, I went A, a team was awesome, and B squad totally blue because I thought, oh, it has this stupid magic chick in it. But then I yeah. realized she casts one spell. You automatically get the combo limit for critical strike, and she can do it from anywhere. So it's like it's every fight was totally easy with her. I would just run away, yeah, cash champagne, I love her. and then nail them. And I'd be like, "Give me them drops." <laughs> our uh, our party so far, I'm playing it with Grotz, and the co-op works really well. Gah! Like, is there online co-op? Come on! I don't think so. No! <laughs> it's a lot better than Tales of Symphonia. Like the camera actually works instead of just being total crap. Um, but. Yeah, because, like, she usually she always plays a dog. I usually play the healer chick because it's good to have her in control of someone or someone in control of her. Uh, so that's, like, a ranged character or, rather, a melee character and then sort of a ranged character. Um, so even when we're spread out on opposite sides of the screen, the camera still works. And it's really fun. And I'm actually I'm warming up to her at first. She only has a two-hit combo. That's pretty weak. Well, you can level then, that up uh, as you get more weapons. You know, you can. I think once you get the, uh, what is it? The S stock is her uh, her combo plus. No, I haven't gotten anything like that yet. But I am I am enthused to know that these things exist because I was actually really worried. I was like, this sucks. Oh yeah, it's dude. only two hits. You told I I juice the crap out of those weapon skills. Yeah, I have been too. Um, I just got the one that I think allows you to cancel into a back step, but I can't figure out how to do it. All those like high tech combo, I don't even care. I'm just like whatever. I'm spamming attack until I get my limit break. Well, I mean, I feel really uncomfortable playing a game like this where there's so much recoil. Like there's so many frames where you just have to stand still between attacks. Like, and you can sort of you can ameliorate it by. Uh, using special moves like if you do a full combo and then you use a special move after it uh that happens but there's always like a lag when you're done your combo chain yeah and i need to find a way to get rid of that because it just 
like so many years of Ninja Gaiden and Devil May Cry. <laughs> jump roll, like jump roll, just, you jerk. Yeah, that, you just can't stand still like that. Especially when the chick only does two swings. And now I've got it like... What do you? Do? I don't even know why you have her she... swinging, man. I would be... It's all about casting spells and juicing those orange gels. Well, she only has like one attack spell. Um, See, that's why I don't even... Because you can control her kind of manually. Like, you can go into the yeah. settings of a computer-controlled character and basically tell them to do something. And Yeah, I got really frustrated with that dog boss. Uh, Grotz uh, wasn't playing, but... I guess I'd forgotten. Like, the game remembers who is set to what. So the first couple times I fought the dog boss, I was like, and I messed around with the AI. So I was like, this seems like it would be a really good boss fighting strategy. And the healing chick was doing literally nothing. <laughs> and I was like, what the f- You're like what looking the hell the is command going list? on here? Where is Stan like, there? I was going I didn't crazy. select Stan yeah. there? Stand there was yeah, one of the I options. was like, keep your distance. You're not doing that. You're not healing allies. You're not using items. And then I realized, I was like, oh, she's under player control. <laughs> but that that only partially fixed it. <laughs> because even when I turned her back onto manual, she was still running around like an asshole. Dude, it doesn't even matter. Because the whenever you fight a boss character, the all you have to do is pick Yuri. Or, I mean... If you could get rid of Yuri and use the Dragoon Lady who has the spear. I just call her the Dragoon Lady because I can't remember her name. Um, we haven't gotten her yet. Oh, when you do get her, she's pretty much invincible. And then she's one of the earliest ones that gets the half damage uh, reduction ability. Um, but the other trick is if you have Raven and Estelise, they both have yeah. healing spells. Like Raven can shoot an arrow that will heal party members. Huh. So is that because the kid... With the big weapons, has like AOE healing Carol. with no cast time. Yeah. But he's so annoying, I just can't use him. Oh, yeah, he's a pain in the butt. I hated having to use him. Well, I never really did, actually. When I say I hated having to use him, I hated getting the back attack where I would be forced to use yeah, him. Yeah, where you would be forced to he's play He's totally him. like blue magic. You know, who, who cares? Yeah. I don't care about enemy skill. I don't need that crappy torpedo spell that those motorcycle uh, monsters cast in Final Fantasy VII. Whatever it was called. I'll like tell mantra. you what's awesome. The dog can steal. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that is pretty That's awesome. Like, How do you get pickpocketed so by a dog? plays a dog, like I said. She's always stealing. <laughs> he doesn't even have opposable thumbs. It's like, how do you not notice a dog sticking its yeah. nose in your pocket? Well, I wonder how come these all these bandits are carrying around broken daggers. Well, because they're using their like, good dagger, and they're keeping the broken yeah. one there, you know, just for the heck of it. Just in case, just in case they lose the good one. It's like, at least I still got this broken one. Oh. See, that's what I never really got into stealing because I would only control Yuri and I was totally obsessed with getting critical hit drops. Because, you know, like. Wait, doesn't the the, critical hit give you worse items? No. It it gives you better drops. That's the whole point of doing a critical hit. You can get an XP bonus, a TP bonus, or a better drop. The different colors mean something. Really? I was sure of it said, like, you get worse items when you do the critical hits. That would be totally counterintuitive. Why would it reward you with the grade if it was a negative somewhere else? Look, I don't know, man. That's just what I hear. Well, it might be. I think that I can't remember which it is if it's green. Well, you know, it's green, blue, or red. And whichever yeah. one you get means, you know, TP, XP, or item. So maybe if you get huh. bonus XP, you get crappier items. All I know is I Maybe. love to kill stuff in one hit. 
Yeah, that's it's it's a good feeling. But I don't know. I feel like I might be a little over leveled. I'm thinking about juicing it back up to hard because right now the game's pretty easy. Oh, it doesn't even matter. It's always going to be easy once you figure out the battle system. Uh, there are some fights that are hard, but most of the time you're just kicking the crap out of everybody you come across. Because even at, even on yeah, hard, you know, once you hit a certain number of hits, you're getting the critical hit, and they're going to die, unless it's yeah. a boss monster. Did you fight the cra- the the scorpion thing in the cave yet? Maybe. He was a there was like he was an out of the way boss, and you got like ten thousand money for killing him. Oh no! Oh yeah, no, I haven't done that, dude. Totally Is... fight that guy. It's a good fight, and you'll get levels for it. Is this this is something I should have done by now? I don't know. Have you you haven't gone to the oasis yet? Have you? Nah. All right. It's on the once you go into the cave like that crosses the mountains. He's on a branching path. You'll you'll find him. You can't miss him. He's enormous. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll try that. I've seen that there's a lot of stuff you can miss in the game. I feel like so, I've been doing a really good to... job of uh, catching everything so far. I still haven't beaten uh, it. I haven't I'm... played for like three weeks, but I'm I'm only like 25 hours in or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to be aware of things, but it's hard because some of them are a little out there. It's like, make sure you sleep at the end after the story sequence is done. Like, but I just slept at the end. Oh, see, I haven't been stuff doing like stuff that. like that. But I found I think I found all the chef's recipes. And uh, yeah, I think I've got all those. That's fun. I like the cooking. I like that the game is generally pretty good about not making you go into menus. Like I like how the shortcuts for your powers work. Yeah. During battle, that you have whatever it is, eight different things you can do. I wish you could actually have a little more though, because it's fine for most of the melee characters, but for a caster, there's a lot of spells. Yeah. I don't really know what they could do because you're really limited to like the seriously though. There's only like cardinal directions on the stairs. There's four things you need to do, but you can also use a D-pad if you're willing to like make that jump. Like, well, the D-pad is for the the over limit. Oh right, right, right. You can use the left stick and the right stick for a total of eight directions. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't played with two players ever, so most of my uh, it's worth it. It's pretty fun. Ugh. Would that you could. I'm but having a blast. The only thing that really I don't like about it is having to click through the story sequences. Like, if there's voice, it should just progress. <laughs> it's re- it, that's just, it's really like backwards game design. Well, it's just it's old school. That's the way it's always been, you know? Yeah. Well, they need to fix that in a patch or something. Like, but judging by really the downloadable content, it. they'll probably charge you for like, it. Can you have some downloadable com- downloadable content that makes Yuri look like a dude? I would love some of that yeah. downloadable content. It wasn't. I started the game and I was like, "Whoa, that's a dude." Well, it doesn't help. Like his name is Yuri. That's a Japanese girl's name. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a Russian male. Name. I understand that, but it's like you, I have a Japanese game in front of me, and this hero who is i'm gonna say androgynous except for his long purple hair i mean (laughs) i mean the only thing that clued me into him being a man was his voice and i guess that his shirt was open and he did not definitely have breasts (laughs) uh yes every time somebody says yuri i go yuri show your rape (laughs) graz has not asked me about that yet (laughs) (laughs) whatever she should but i just keep saying it (laughs) 
It's meaningful. It has meaning. Important meaning. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, all I really want to say is that I really, really like it. And it's games like this that, one, you never want to end. And two, you wish you had come into them about five years late so they could have a sequel or two under their belt. Well, this one has definitely improved. Like, Tales of Symphonia wasn't nearly as good as Tales of Vesperia. Yeah, I remember it not really, really being as complex. Well, even, yeah, beyond the, the workable co-op, the combat system was basically do combos until you can do a com- like a combined attack with somebody else and they wanted you to like figure out the different ones that you could do with no instruction just like i yeah i don't really care i just want to be able to do it and i want you to tell me how <laughs> what don't you want to do some liquefaction yeah exactly yeah so andrew can cast fire i mean bio yeah what do you fire fire no no well i mean fire is the right one for liquefaction but he'd always cast Bio. He'd always cast the wrong one. That's where the macro came from. Why would you even cast Bio ever? It's like the worst spell. Uh, it debuffed their attack. And it had a really quick cast time. Whatever. Whatever, Joel. You were never a black mage. You didn't understand. It's true. I was always a paladin, getting my ass kicked. Or trying to save the black mage because they'd done something stupid. <laughs> Wait, Thundaga was all right. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, sh- should we move on to 24? You mean let's let's move on to <laughs> ultimate chokeout? Yeah. That was man, he was like the incredible Hulk squeezing those fists. I could see the anger burning in his eyes. I can't believe like the whole time he was like flexing his hand, I was like he's going to bite him. I know that's what's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to bite him. That would have been awesome. Well, like if he just bit him in the neck? Yeah, it's like, how do you explain that away? My DNA is all up in your neck because I bit you. And I was spitting in it because I bit you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, he could have explained it be like, he, uh, I came in and he had killed the girl. And then and he thought he was a vampire. And then he attacked he me. He thought he was a he vampire. Bit me. Why was he out in the middle of the then, day? Uh, he was a retarded vampire. In the process of biting me, he had a noose around his neck. <laughs> And he fell off the balcony and hung himself. Makes sense to me. He was destroyed <laughs> by like, grief. like, man, I am so good at being a traitor to my country. I'm like some kind of genius. <laughs> they should give a medal for this shit. For those of you who haven't been following along with 24, the president's husband has been drugged by... Uh, he's been drugged with a paralytic that supposedly keeps him from using any of his muscles. He then watches his Secret Service bodyguard kill his dead... And murdered son's ex fiance, who is going, and the the the, uh, the secret service guy is gonna, then going to try to pin it on him and fake his hanging. Yeah, well, he's watching this because he's been drugged with a paralytic agent, so he can't resist. And it's, might I just add, this is like the most violent season of Twenty Four ever. Yeah, the, you even if you had a strong stomach. Like, it's pretty brutal what he did I to that I can't believe this is on, like, it's only nine. What kind of kids go to bed at nine? Yeah, I, like, she's, like, walking into the apartment and she's, like, first off, she's not really that weirded out that her, like, ex-fiance's dad is hanging out in her apartment. She's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, why are you sitting there on the, the couch gurgling yeah, at me? she's like, I, I can't help you if you don't tell me what's happening. And then it's like, shank. 
knife in your kidney. And then she's like, ow. And then it's like, stab, knife in your front also. And she's like, I'm dead. Yeah, and even again, they, they show somebody get shot. And it's like somebody for real gets shot. It's not like other yeah. 24 where, you know, random bad guy falls down in the background after Jack miraculously caps him. It's like he got hit in the neck and they showed it. Yeah, and he was still alive. And he's like bleeding out. Do they even yeah, have like the mature like, content warning you. at the beginning of 24 anymore? <laughs> yeah. They do? Like, like uh, I assume they do. They've I, got I, I watch it online, so I don't think it flashes that little box. <laughs> they should do it online, too. I can't believe there's not an age restriction. This is crazy. Yeah, that's true. Like, for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you have to be logged into Hulu to watch it. <laughs> that's just because they swear. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably more about the sex. We're not allowed to talk about sex in this country, but the sweet, sweet violence. Yeah, I was up, I, like, I was watching that, and I was like, okay, 24, like, this is an uncomfortable level of violence. Like, I was cool when you were shooting people, and they were just sort of falling down far away. But you really stepped it up with the knives. Whatever, Joel, you can't handle it when it's real. Even when Dr. Bashir stabbed that guy in the knee, they just, yeah. they kind of showed it from far away like they flashed to that doorway shot where you you kind of got the idea that he was stabbing in the knee and then it flashed to the face and you're like oh my gosh and he was like being stabbed Ow. in the knee would be so painful yeah <laughs> um so when tony shoots that guy in the neck because the guy's like i know you guys are going to try and turn traitor on me and he doesn't immediately go to like jack's not really working for us he's actually working for the government and he's actually a good guy He's like, I know you guys are trying to steal my diamonds, <laughs> which I don't even know how he got to that conclusion. But Tony's like, I will shoot you in the neck. And he's like, don't try to steal my diamonds. And then Tony's like, okay, I'm shooting you in the neck right now. It's like, ah, I'm shot in the neck. And then like, he's down on the ground. And he's not dead. And he's like, don't think I'm going to forgive you yeah. for shooting me Where does this in the neck. I love it how Tony is all conflicted about that, too. Yeah, I know. He's like, come on, Tony. I thought we were pals. Remember he when we tried to overthrow the government? He has the gall to tell Tony to go to hell. It's like, uh, yeah. I'll see you there, buddy. I I think we're both okay. we're both pretty in okay. with that scene. You know? Have fun. It's like, we've killed a lot of people today. <laughs> like, a lot. Also, so when, like, that. Uh, Whatever the guy's name is, the Senegalese, um, the lackey of the Senegalese colonel comes to like pick up the prime minister. Yeah. And he's like, So what happened to Bob? He's like, Oh, I killed Bob. Didn't want to split the diamonds. I wanted to take his money. <laughs> and the guy's like, Oh, okay. What did he care? Which I guess he thought he was just going to be a weird reaction. <laughs> yeah, but he, he was going to kill him anyway. So. He was like, all right, Fair's less fair. bullets Here's for me diamonds. to use. Well, even how, like, he has the most awkward signal ever. They're, like, working it out in the van beforehand. He's like, all right, yeah. once we have he, the like, prime minister, like the, I'm going to look at you nod. and give you an upwards <laughs> nod very inconspicuously. <laughs> yeah. And then I want you to pull out your it's gun like and nobody shoot Nobody will be able to figure it out. He's like, uh, 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 uh. It's like, <laughs> you might as well, like, like have done something crazy. Why do you even crazy. need to do that He's signal. like, okay, okay, this is what's going to happen. Once we have the prime minister... I'm going to go into crane kick stance, and then you're going to shoot Tony Almeida. <laughs> I'm going to hoot like the endangered <laughs> Northwestern <laughs> black owl. It's like, wait, how does that sound? I'm going to take out my turkey call, 
and I'm going to gobble. I'm going to gobble like a... Just like that. If you hear a different gobble, don't shoot him. I'm going to be standing right behind him with a gun. I mean, once we have the Prime Minister, can I just shoot him? It's like, no, wait for the signal. Yeah, like you would... Wait for the gobble. You would think he'd be clued in on the plan. As soon what as you even see need the Prime plan? Minister, you're like... Where did you like, find this yep, guy? Yep, that's the Prime Minister. <laughs> that Seeing the Prime Minister is the signal. <laughs> no other communication is required. Yeah. If you see the Prime Minister... Shoot Tony. <laughs> I love it also like they were when they they show them getting ready for the ambush and Jack just like pulls that enormous sniper rifle out of the van and like yeah, slings it over. Where did that come from? He's just like having a conversation. He's like, Yeah, you know, I don't know, what about the Mets? He's got this enormous yeah. rifle. She's just like, You could have trusted me, Jack. It's like if I had told is, you This is while uh Chloe's getting ready, preparing the the tracer, like the tracking bug, which I was convinced was a suppository. <laughs> yeah, what do you... I thought she was lubing that thing up. When she puts on that rubber glove, I was like, this yeah. is going to get awkward. Well, I don't even know why they bother with the tracking device. Like, the terrorists always find them. When they put in that little Arab kid in, like, the fourth season, like, they had a tracking device scanner that they ran all over his body. And that was just like some bunch of You think of that jerks. while they were like, – there was also, you know, they were planning for gunfire. Why don't you just plant one on the van? Like just shoot it with something that would track something. Why not just throw one in the back? That guy pops out from behind the corner with his monitor. It's like, why do you use a revolver? Yeah. I don't know. It's reliable. And it lets me shoot tracking bullets it's, into people's bumpers. Yeah, it's good for me to shoot li- license plates of escaping cars. Uh – Apparently, that kind of technology is alien to 24. Yeah. <laughs> They're too busy shoving tracking devices up Prime Minister's butts. It's like, come on. She's you're like, the, oh, no, it goes on your teeth. I was like, thank God. You're the, exiled, also, the Prime you're the exiled Prime Minister of an African country. You're used to smuggling things in your anus. Yeah. The Prime Minister's wife mans up pretty quick, too. I don't get what her deal is. It's like, first you're a coward. Now you're trying to make up for it. You know she yeah. just comes. She's like, like, let me be tortured. She's probably just gonna have a heart I attack and die it. immediately. Like that's just... yeah, it's gonna hyperventilate, pass out. I'm sorry. I have been with you for 22 years. I'm not going to leave you now. It's like whatever. whatever. She left my ass in the freaking safe room. It's like now we're gonna get tortured. I like asphyxiation sounds awesome. Yeah, that was a pretty good deal. <laughs> You know, going to sleep, like having a little homemade mustard gas compared to the loss of one or both testicles. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I don't know. I also like that uh, that ending music they had when they're like Jack and Crumpany are like leaving the warehouse. It's like wee, yeah, it's all tense. (laughs) That was really weird. Even though you know exactly what's going to happen, they're going to discover the tracking device. Of course they are. Like, when has a terrorist ever not discovered a tracking device? I don't even know. These are the most technologically advanced terrorists in the history of 24. And that's saying something. Well, that's something. what I'm saying. Like, those Arab guys, like, had a, a handheld device that was made specifically to find tracking devices. Like, this is a paramilitary organization. <laughs> and they managed to get a device that will hack into what is supposedly the most secure firewall in the history of ever. Yeah. So I think they got the tracking device thing covered. They probably have like a magnet in the car that'll just pull it right out of his body. They don't even have to do anything. 
Oh, yeah. But when Jack got that rifle out and they flashed back to the president's uh, husband getting ready to choke out Junior, I thought they weren't yeah. going to have yeah. Jack use the rifle in that episode. And, like, the whole... You were like, no! Like, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. You can't pull out a gun that big and then not use it. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy, seriously, the president's husband, the first husband's uh, bodyguard, looks like he's about nine years old. Yeah, for real. I'm so glad he got it. As much as yeah. it's, like, weird <laughs> like and stupid that, like, the paralyzing drug, like, wore off and he waited for him to pick him up to put him in the noose to, like, latch yeah. onto his throat. When he fell off that balcony onto the table, I was like, yes. Yeah, I get this, right. I will abide. And then, like, the the first husband's, like, got the crazy eyes while he's choking him. Yeah, he doesn't even let go. It's like, like, you just fell probably, I don't know, about 12 feet onto a table on top of this guy and you're still choking him like he's dead he's not dead he is well on his way (laughs) every rib in like all of the ribs they're all broken he's probably got several of them sticking through his lungs i think you can stop choking him breathing at this point (laughs) only accelerates his demise that's why he was just so crazy about he was like just gotta choke him he killed my son and he tried to frame my son's ex-fiance frame him well from beyond the grave i don't even understand do we even know what this plot's about apparently it's I think just the about plot diamonds. to kill them is based on the these guys are just plot, some other plot apparently these guys are just greedy for money because uh the <laughs> colonel dubaku managed to buy off half the senators and most of the white house staff with money with diamonds yeah, like, right if you don't got oil friend you're barking up the wrong tree yeah. You better have some they can get oil. Diamonds. We can get diamonds. They're rich. It's like, hey, I know how to, uh, I know how to dismember Africans. Okay, I can get my own diamonds. Yeah, you guys have been doing it for a while. <laughs> Can't be that hard. Remember King Leopold? He was like the guy that taught you guys how to do it, and that was for some rubber. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I don't know. Sort of. It it had a it was a twenty four that had its standout moments, but overall it was not as action packed. Yeah, though we have not hit that point. I'm waiting for the mid season where it's like, all right. Yeah, the total that payoff. was an episode. I think Tony and, and Jack like, are going to throw down one more time. Oh, I would almost guarantee <laughs> at least one more time. They're also like sort of. I feel a lot more reassured now that. I know they actually had a plan to save the prime minister <laughs> because before I thought they were just like, all right, well, if we save him, we we're going to play it by ear. <laughs> and I was like, this is awkward. It's like he's- Especially like, what's a medal ceremony going to be like when, when Jack reveals he's been working for good? He's like, no, I was the good guy all along. And they're like, here's the congressional medal of prime minister murder. <laughs> Good job on that one. He's like, that's the only one I needed. Now I've got them all. Now i got the full set. Now I can go to the Secret Agents League. It's like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got to fight the final five Marwans in there. The Marwan. <laughs> I thought you fell off a building. I did, Jack. But I'm also Imhotep, Lord of the Desert. <laughs> yeah, dude. He just turned into flies. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Marwan, the nuke was not your special power. Well, that, that's what I don't get. 
Like, oh, a plane just crashed into another plane? Oh, my God. This is the same America yeah. where a nuclear bomb went off the outskirts of L.A. Yeah. That was like last year, guys. <laughs> Planes crashing into each other probably happens on a regular basis in 24's America. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, what's going on in L.A.? Clearly, this is part of, part of the reason why they said it in Washington. <laughs> because, like, I mean, think of fallout <laughs> in the area. Like, you know, L.A., kind of near some water. Like the winds over the ocean. Did, was it L.A.? Pushing things around. L.A. was also where they had the uh, the near uh, epidemic disease outbreak, right? Uh, probably. I think. I mean, almost all of the seasons have taken place in L.A. So yeah, at least like one hospital in the surrounding area would have needed to be quarantined because of that disease thing. Yeah, I mean, there's somewhere in the desert that a bomb went off too. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know what they're thinking. Like, oh, a couple planes crashed into each other, but it's been 378 like, oh, man, days sucks. since the last nuclear bomb yeah, we was lost upwards of the United States. I don't even get out of bed unless it's 10,000. <laughs> they show me five digits. Well, that's what they're going to do now. They're going to shut down that nuclear plant, kill all those people in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, no. I'd be like, eh, acceptable losses. Middle America, what have they really done for us? Like, but we make your textiles. No, you don't. China does that now. You're obsolete. Beep. <laughs> yeah. See you later. That was like, what was that town though? It was like only was it? Th- it was thirty thousand, I guess. Yeah. And they were like eighteen thousand estimated casualties, and I was like, how do they know that? Is there like a really evil? scientist that they hire to work for them they have an evil actuary he's like in the background yeah with a calculator he's like all right (laughs) given the the weather conditions and the power of this plant uh yeah you're looking about 60 percent kill rate it's like now where's my money and they like open the briefcase full of diamonds he's like it's been a pleasure doing business with you and he turns away and they like shoot him in the back he's like if only i'd used my science for good. <laughs> My math. If only I'd use math for good. Ah, uh, yes. I wouldn't be here. And then some Japanese guy was like, why do they keep calling like, him an actually? Damn you, Mort Zuckerman. Like, evil CPA. Boris Lurgan. Evil actuary. It's like, even... Criminal warlords need to do their taxes. Actually, they don't. They just overthrow the government. But I won't cut hairs. You're the evil accountant. Wait.